0: Hey podcast, just before we get you to this episode, I wanted to invite you to join us at pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site and we want you to join our launch team. All you need to do is put in your email address, it's completely free. We are looking to make the pageant industry safe, transparent and fair and we'd love your input on how to do that. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, whack in your email address and let's get you to this episode.
1: my name's jen atkin i'm miss great britain 2020 and this is my interview with the pageant project
0: hey everyone it's adrian from the pageant project god i forgot where i was i've been inside too often too long and i have with me a very special guest tonight for me today for you jen jen atkin miss great bitten 2020 jen welcome to the show having me it's an absolute pleasure now jen why don't why don't we start with the easy question i've just been doing my research on you so i found the um was it was it good morning britain that tv segment you did right yes
1: it okay. was good morning britain yeah
0: right um as you know now i'm not from the uk i'm from australia so i was looking at that going i think i recognize that show isn't it normally piers morgan that's supposed to be taking that show
1: Um, So they take it in turns, obviously, because people need days off. Um, But I've been on Good Morning Britain twice now, and I've unfortunately not I had the chance to meet him I've been with Ben Shepard which is great by the way I love Ben Shepherd, um but I've been with Ben Shepherd every time but I would really like to be on with Piers Morgan at some point
0: <laughs> how would you how do you think you'd find Piers Morgan because he seems well he is very polarizing obviously um there's some people who love him some people who hate him on the spectrum why would you be excited to be on with him
1: oh I just love him so much I love I love um his opinions and i love how he gets them across and he's very pro pageant he obviously was yeah. miss world yep. um, in december last year and i just think i think i'd like him i think he'd quite like me as well
0: uh, i did hear that about wasn't he actually at miss world was he actually asking the interviewees some questions on stage
1: yeah he was yeah and um Yeah, I just love him. I think he's very pro-pageant anyway, so I think he'd be quite supportive of me if we were on the show together. Hopefully. Um, But I just find him hilarious. I find him so funny.
0: I guess I do love the fact I respect anyone who will speak their mind unapologetically, and um, he certainly does that. Uh, But, Jen, for maybe the 1% or the 5% or 10% who are tuning in now who don't know who you are, can I get you to give us a rundown of your pageant history from where it began to where you are sitting in front of us today with that amazing crown on your head?
1: Of course. Okay. So my pageant uh, journey started in 2017. I went for Great Grimsby 2017 and I came first runner up and I remember just crying my eyes out and falling into the arms of Steph and Elaine. Um, So Steph Hill and Elaine and I was absolutely over the moon and so I went for Miss Yorkshire later that year and I won and that got me into the Miss England finals where I won the sports round which was a huge achievement for me and it um, and then I competed again for Miss Great Grimsby the year after and I came second runner-up which I was quite devastated about but I went for the semi-finals anyway and I managed to come um, second place in Miss England uh, behind Alicia Cowie, who is one of my very good friends now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I was so proud of myself for coming second, so pleased. Um, and then I decided to go for Miss Great Britain because I got married last year, so I couldn't do Miss England again. So I went for Miss Great Britain um as miss lincolnshire and i was just pleased to be miss lincolnshire to be honest i was just pleased to be a married woman with a miss title and i had a whale of a time made so many friends and i won the personality um round of miss great britain which was incredible because i'm the goofiest person ever um you know, I'm unapologetically myself all the time, and I mm-hmm. just had so much fun. And then I managed to win the 75th anniversary final of Miss Great Britain, which was, oh, I still want to cry talking about it now. Um, obviously, that was only a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, but it still, it still doesn't register in my brain that I can be Miss Great Britain, but here I am. It's crazy. So, yeah, I ended my pageant But now, my pageant career as Miss Great Britain. So I'm really pleased with that.
0: You say ended. Are you 120% certain it's ended? Because when I talk to pageant queens, and I've interviewed a lot of them, unless there's some definitive catastrophic reason why they can't compete, it's never say never.
1: (laughs) Now I am just 100% putting my life into Miss Great Britain and maybe a few years down the line I might go for Mrs Galaxy because Galaxy was so much fun I absolutely adored it I've never been to a Galaxy pageant before and I had a whirl of time so maybe in a few years time I might do it just for a laugh um but yeah I'm quite happy at the moment just with this amazing title and yeah all of this crazy
0: (laughs) can you can you speak to us a little bit because obviously a lot of the people watching will be galaxy um galaxy contestants or galaxy queens because i've interviewed a lot of queens on that system how did you find um obviously you were a judge there how did you find your first time at uk galaxy
1: oh i just had the best time ever i've obviously been in pageants around three years and i've never been to a galaxy pageant before I've never really been to any other pageants besides Miss England and Miss Great Britain mm. and judging galaxy was the best experience and, and I truly feel yeah. like after the galaxy weekend I'm a proper pageant girl now and meeting everyone <laughs> and it's so crazy because I've been stalking these queens and contestants <laughs> for years and to finally meet the like The likes of Kaylee and Rebecca, and it was just, it was unreal. And I was running up to people like, oh, hey, how are you? But really that had been the first time that I'd ever met them. And it's crazy. This pageant world is crazy. The people you meet even just on social media and just to meet them in real life and be there at the final, as well as judging, was just incredible. And I feel like myself and the judges picked the best queens. Hmm. It was... The best results and and just yeah, I want to wish them all the best of luck for their reign as well. I'm so glad we can all reign together.
0: It is a very strong year for UK pageantry. Or all things considered, uh, Jen, was that your first time judging a pageant, or had you judged a pageant before?
1: I've judged Miss England heats before uh, right. and just little pageants, but that was the first sort of like big pageant that I had um, judged. But I definitely went in knowing what I wanted as the winner and I really just wanted someone to just walk on and be a big ball of fun and come into an interview, know what they're about. And the winners just absolutely slayed it all. They were just, all the winners were just The full package, and I just know they're going to have an amazing year, just like I hope I do too. But yeah, I'm really, yeah, I had the best time, and hopefully, one day I can do Mrs. Galaxy, (laughs) and who knows.
0: I'm sure there'll be more than a few people keen for you to give the galaxy system a go, um, maybe apart from the people who would be competing against you. Uh, but Jen, can you give us an idea? Cause obviously the title you had you're holding is a huge one. You've been on TV as we've talked about twice already. Can you give the people watching an idea as to how your life has changed? If it has at all since winning the crown, or are you still, essentially and completely the same person that you were previous.
1: Um, As a person, I'm still exactly the same, the same goofy, 100 mile per hour kind of person. Um, But no, as soon as I won, there was heaps and heaps of press. There was such a buzz. Um, I was in national newspapers. I was in international Mm. newspapers. Um, I had calls from... Um, different places around the whole of the world wanting to film I did um, I did ITV BBC um, lots of different oh sorry about that lots of different um, magazines and newspapers which was incredible and um, I'm still lucky enough to even through this lockdown have calls from press wanting to do different things which is incredible um, so yeah it's just been crazy it's been a huge. All the fun and I can't wait till the lockdown finishes so I can just get back into it and just go and see everyone, travel the country and just really just make the most of my year because I feel like I've really earned it and I really just want to walk out of my um, title knowing that I'd done everything I wanted to do. So Yeah. Can't wait for lockdown to finish.
0: (laughs) I think all of us are with you on that one. Uh, Jen, obviously, as you said, you've only, you you only won the title a couple of months ago and obviously 2020 has not been the year that anyone could have predicted. And it's probably very early to ask you this, but in terms of you've had a lot of press requests, you've talked to a lot of Queens, you already have a lot of people at Galaxy, for example, coming up, wanting to have their photos with you. What are the one, two or three things that you'd most like to be remembered for once this reign, in any case, once this reign is over.
1: Um, Okay, so I'm also a country singer, and I'm working on my second single, which was written by Stephen Manley. And once that's released, um, I would really love to be at least top three in the country chart. And I really would like to be known as the Miss Great Britain who... Um, had a number one single that would be incredible um but other than that really just the the thing is i i'm not a typical pageant girl i love fishing i'm goofy like i, I honestly i'm just not as what a stereotypical i guess but i guess that's that's an amazing reason why um you, you know all, uh, all of us pageant girls are trying to break stereotypes and it's yeah. great to have a queen who is goofy and crazy and and passionate like I am and and I really hope that other girls see this and think wow that's not what I thought a pageant queen would be like and hopefully um other girls will feel like they can enter and and win because I never thought I would win absolutely not um <laughs> but here I am and yeah I guess it's just being about being your true self and yeah I would like to be known as I don't know I always so I always get told that I'm a lot like um, Cat Hodge Miss England 2009 um, and to me that is a huge huge compliment um, so that could be known like oh, that.
0: Would be great. <laughs> I haven't met or talked to Cat yet. She certainly does seem like someone who would speak their mind. I mean, you've mentioned Stephanie Hill as well, and I've interviewed her, and she's she's lovely to interview. Um, she's not short of a word or two of an opinion or two. Um, but I want to, I want. I'm glad you brought up the singing because I I wanted to get to it. You've released a single previously unboyfriendable that was the title wasn't it i don't want to get it wrong
1: yeah that's right yeah
0: right and i just listened to it now and i don't know if you ever have this when people listen to you and then compare you to someone else but just out of interest has anyone compared your voice to any other singers country singers or otherwise
1: um i think the problem is with country in the UK is everyone sort of associates country with country and Western, Dolly Parton, and people like that. So <laughs> people just always say, oh, Dolly Parton, because it's the only female yeah. country singer they know. That's not um, the one that cropped up from... in my mind.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, a lot of people from America have sort of said Carrie Underwood. Um, but other than that, I've not really had many people um, say I sound – like another country singer
2: right
1: yeah that's about
2: it (laughs) i I could
0: i can see the because i actually love country music like some of it not some of the really hardcore stuff but i love listening for example carrie underwood um the one that you really reminded me of was leanne rhymes i don't know if you know leanne Leanne rhymes um i don't think she's been done anything recently But your voice just sounded so similar to hers. I was like, oh, my God, that's a very specific kind of sound, very specific kind of voice, especially for someone from the UK.
1: Oh, thanks. That's a huge compliment. I've seen that. I love her.
0: (laughs) Um, How? Give us an insight into your music journey. I mean, obviously you don't because you've already been you've already charted top three on the UK country charts. Am I right?
1: Yeah, top three. Yeah, I think I came um, number two. I think I was number two for about a couple of weeks, which is
2: right. amazing. Okay, so you don't I get to be
1: there. I
0: number one. There's <laughs> <laughs> that competitive pageant spirit. You don't get there by accident. So give us an insight into your music background, how that journey has gone from wherever you started to ended up ending up charting to top two, top three, and then you've got another single coming out.
1: So I've done little recordings, little covers um, locally, but up until 2017, um, I was just doing little bits and bobs. I got scouted or found um, in 2017 after the Miss England talent um, recording of me singing Jolene. Very original, I know. um,
0: I love that song, though.
1: A a guy. (laughs) And Stephen Manley, who's a songwriter from Liverpool, he approached me and said, I've got this song. Bull and I want you to record it produce it and release it as yours and that was the, the sort of first time that I'd ever been properly on the UK country music scene mm. and I've been to a lot of country music festivals since then I've worked closely with Forever British Country and um, I'm still in the country scene it's just I've not done anything since then Now I'm trying to produce my second single, which at this time is very hard because I can't leave the house. Um, (laughs) Hopefully once this one is done, I can concentrate on my EP, especially um, the end of this year, hopefully when things die down a little Mm. bit with appearances and things, maybe I can concentrate more on my music side. I'm trying to do both at the same time. It's quite difficult. Um, But yeah, so hopefully I can bring out an EP hopefully next year. So we'll see.
0: And did you pick the the country music sort of genre from the very start, or was that sort of the one that your voice lent itself
2: to? You?
1: So I've always had like a country um, tone to my voice, like a country sound, and it was not until my twin brother, who lives he knew, who now lives in America, he came back a little trip back to the mm. uk and he said to me jen you need to listen to carrie underwood you need to listen to some of this new country music because she'll love it and the first song i listened to to was before he cheats by carrie underwood and that yeah. was it i was just in love and ever since it's all i've listened to and all i've wanted to do is just country music so that's why
0: <laughs> wow and are you going to stick sort of to the i guess carrie underwood is not maybe I don't want to be flayed alive for saying this, but there's sort of very hardcore country. And then there's sort of country slash a little bit more pop. Are you going down the sort of the more country slash pop, maybe more mainstream route, or are you going sort of hardcore country country?
1: It's very much country pop um, yeah. that I like. I like the upbeat country as well. I do really like the whole, you know, miserable countryside, which is more <laughs> yeah. um, like the hardcore country, but just not all the time. I like a bit of, you know, Carrie Underwood, a bit of Florida Georgia Line, a bit of party. Love that. Um, proper
0: summer vibes so yeah sounds good to me I think we could use more of that sort of music in the the current climate Uh, Jen apart from pageantry and apart from music and I mean those are two giant sort of side hustles or side hobbies to have what keeps you sort of busy behind the scenes so what do you do on a day to day basis what do you do for work what are your hobbies all those sorts of things
1: so i work um on an mod fuel bank and um it's crazy at the minute as you'd imagine um and i've been doing that about two years but i was i worked there for a couple of years before that but i had a break in between where i worked for an electrical company and then i was a post lady for about two months which was (laughs) crazy two months yeah very different (laughs) and but aside from that um I like to go fishing, I love shopping, as you can imagine, and um, I have two cats, which I absolutely adore with my life, and yeah, that's about it, pageantry and music is pretty much my life, so...
0: Um, for the viewers watching, I know that you can't quite see past Jen, but to the left of her on the screen is actually the most shoes I've ever had on an interview. Um, and I, I did mention, I mentioned, we, we can't quite see it. I mean, the viewers can see maybe five or six pairs, but there's probably 30 pairs, I, I guess, to the side of Jen. Um, and we've, for those of you who've been following me for a while, you know that I've interviewed, and this is the one I mentioned to you, Jen, um, Serena Rittichetti, who used to work for McDougal, and she talks about her storage unit where she has hundreds of pairs of shoes. So, Jen, um, just talk us through your shopping, um, your shopping habit, and in particular your shoe obsession, because I can see a lot of very interesting pieces behind you. Yeah,
1: some crazy ones. <laughs> yeah, there's some, definitely some crazy um, pairs of shoes there. Um, I'm very much a bargain hunter. I like Primark, I like Boohoo, I like Pretty Little Thing. Um, so there's loads of shoes on there. There's a lot on that are like fake versions. There's some Primark fake versions of um Valentino's. Right. Um, I do have a nice pair of Vivian Westwood's, they are real and they smell like bubblegum and I never wear them because they hurt my feet.
2: (laughs) Why do they smell like bubblegum? (laughs) There's
1: loads of pageant shoes. I don't know, they're, they're just the brand, they're just the make that smells like bubblegum. I have no idea why, but they smell glorious. Um, <laughs> and then there's some fans up there, my, um, mm-hmm. I like to wear them for swimwear. And just loads of pageant shoes and some crazy cowboy boots, which you probably can't see over here. Um, but yeah, cowboy boots and pageant heels are, the, are like the... <laughs> you've, got the, you've got
0: the You've got the two extremes there. I think you got the kind of, Oh, I guess they're both very fashionable if you wear them at the right time, but I guess to a lot of people they <laughs> would seem kind of polar opposites maybe. <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, Jen, just before we move on to the final 10 questions, and guys, I can see you watching. If you have any questions for Jen, um, put them in the comments below. As I've mentioned in the last couple of interviews, um, if you've put the questions in and I haven't got to them, it's because at the moment I can't see them. And sometimes, Jen, unfortunately, they come up after the live finishes is a bit of a glitch with Facebook. Um, so maybe if I haven't got to them, cause it's blank for me at the moment, just put them in again. Uh, but Jen, I know that um, having watched your uh, good morning Britain interview, and then a lot of the newspaper articles that came up that for you, weight loss was a very large um, component of um, your journey. And you lost a huge amount of weight. I think it was 50, I don't know the figures because it goes from stones to pounds to, to kilos. Yeah. But um, you went through a breakup that spurred you on to transform your body. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that journey as well?
1: Yeah. Um, so I lost eight stone and um, it all started really when my ex left. We're friends now, luckily. Um, hmm. But I just went on this crazy um journey where i just thought i need to do something with my life i need to keep myself busy and i went to the gym and made made loads of friends there and yeah just i stuck at it for a long time and the weight came off and don't get me wrong i love food like jaffa cakes are life um so yeah it, it it was very difficult but it was the best thing that i've ever done in my life it just changed me and luckily my personality didn't change i'm still exactly yeah. the same um, but just a little bit smaller, uh, a little bit happier and and healthier, of course. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I just really hope that my story inspires others. Even if one person just turned around and was like, do you know what, because of you, I changed my life and I'm happier, then that that would just make everything worth it. Oh, I want to cry. <laughs> but, no, that would literally just just make every single thing that I've done just so, so much worth it.
0: I mean, eight stone is a big amount of weight to lose. Can you give people watching maybe an idea as to where you started? Because a lot of the time it's, it's overwhelming. There's so much conflicting advice. I know in your interview on um, Good Morning Britain, you talked about looking up stuff on YouTube and that's great. But sometimes one workout, one video will tell you to do this and the other video says, don't do that. That absolutely will kill you. And so how did you start? Was it bit by bit or did you sort of go gung-ho right right from the start?
1: oh no it started off as five minute walks in the morning and wow. I I just started to really enjoy it. to so do five minute walk and then I'd be like right I'll do a five minute run and mm. then I'd be like do you know what I'm, I'm gonna do a 10 minute run and eventually got to the point where I could run for 40 minutes and I mean I haven't done that in a long time <laughs> but it got to the point where I could run for 40 minutes and it wasn't even like oh look at me I can run for 40 minutes it was like wow I have stuck to something and finally achieved something that i've never done in my life and um yeah it's just about consistency and persistence and just just keep building up and and just keep at it and it you really do if if you put your mind to something you really can achieve something yeah it was it was hard but so worth it
0: how did it change the way you felt about yourself if it did at all I mean the the outside people can see and people sometimes are a little too interested in the outside I feel did just in terms of how it made you feel about yourself or the level of respect or pride you felt in yourself did it change that at all
1: yeah I, I guess a lot when I was younger and I, I never saw, especially when my ex left I, I felt worthless I felt Mm. like I had absolutely nothing to live for anymore I thought nobody loves me nobody wants me and then when I started to work out and feel better about myself I thought do you know what you you are an amazing human you can do things that you never thought you could ever do and I I lived on my own for a long time and I started to really appreciate myself and I started to really feel like I belong and it was an incredible feeling waking up one day and being like, you are Jen Atkin, like, look what you have achieved. And, yeah, it, it was a good feeling when people would say to me, do you know, Jen, you, you are glowing, like, you look so happy. And it, it was all down to starting that journey, not even just losing weight, but just feeling healthier and better about myself and doing things i would never done before. It really really made me feel um, like... Yeah, just not like I should feel yeah. like it felt me – it brought, you know, I brought myself out of my shell and it was great.
0: Did you have any sort of big supports through that time when you were starting or did you really just have to motivate yourself?
1: Um, do you know what? Well, I've got a twin brother who is an athlete in America and he's, he's always been active. And he was always like if, – if I was like, Sam, I ran for five minutes today, he'd be like, yeah go get it like you're doing so well I'm so proud of you and that really like kept me going um I always wanted to be like my brother I lived in his shadow for he's my twin so I lived in his shadow for the whole of our lives and um (laughs) he's he ran for team GB so when I won Miss GB he was like over the moon it was it was incredible um so yeah he's been a big support for me
2: yeah um
0: and we spoke about this on the podcast um just last week and we were talking about sometimes uk girls and also australian girls um because you just said that you you sort of woke up one day and you felt good about yourself for want of a better word you were proud of who you were Um, we had a very interesting conversation about interview pageant interviews specifically where i've noticed a lot of uk girls and australian girls as well struggle to they call they she said big herself up or to talk themselves up or really just talk about their own achievements in a way that they didn't feel they were being arrogant. Can you just speak to that a little bit? Because I think it's so important that girls in, uh, in the US, I think it's a less of a problem, but certainly in the UK and Australia, just girls being able to actually be proud of who they are, love who they are and speak about what they actually have achieved. Because I think it's super important to hear.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And confidence is one of them things that, um, occasionally can come across as arrogance for so, old oh, mm. Oh, i'm so sorry my boss was ringing me sorry
2: <laughs> that's
1: okay <laughs> but no it can but you should <laughs> oh no he's ringing me again I'm so <laughs> sorry <laughs> this is more important right now um but no um you you've confidence is such a big thing and it's it's something so rare and so hard to find when you feel so low about yourself um yeah But if if you wake up one day and you feel good about yourself and you use that confidence to inspire others to feel confident, then that is incredible. That is an amazing thing you can do. And confidence doesn't cost anything. And making other people feel confident doesn't cost anything. And Mm. confidence is a huge part of pageantry. It's huge. Um, And especially as long as you stay true to yourself, if you feel confident, why not, you know? Like, it's great to feel confident. And and if I always think happiness... um, if you speak to someone who is happy and 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 positive, you immediately feel happy and positive. And we should Definitely. spread that amongst the world, I think.
0: Definitely. Okay. Um, you've got your boss ringing, and I know we rescheduled the interview because of a, a work change. So what we will so do, sorry. we'll go through. <laughs> that's okay. I can't say that's ever happened before, but I'm not sure there'd be any way of stopping it. Um, oh, yeah. We'll go through the final 10 questions, Jen, because I always end every interview with the same 10 questions. And, guys, if you've asked any questions, I still can't see them. So I'm hoping um, this is your last chance, but I'm hoping if you've asked them, they have come through. I just can't see them. So maybe put them through again if I haven't got through to them. But I'll take Jen through the final 10, and then um, I'll let her get back to her boss just to make sure that everything's okay because, obviously, it's a chaotic time wherever you are in the world. Um, So, Jen, just before we go through the final 10, I'd just like to give everyone a chance to give a shout-out. So are there any shout-outs um, or thanks you want to give to people for supporting you along your journey in life, not just in pageantry?
1: Um, massive shout-out to Kat Hart, Miss England 2009. You've been amazing. Adore the life out of you. And Saffron Hart,
0: all right, guys, uh, we are back. Apologies for that. Um, Jen's boss got super, super worried about her and FaceTimed her, which killed the Skype. <laughs> but And then I had to restart my computer because there's a bit of a glitch with streaming software. But, Jen, you were in the middle of your shout-outs and your thank yous, and then I think you got very rudely interrupted. So did you want to just take it from the top again? And then we'll go through to the final 10. And then, guys watching, if you have any questions, whack them in the comments below so i can get them to jen before she has to go to work
1: sorry guys yeah so i have a shout out to kat hodge my single in 2009 um she's been with me from my from the And she's just incredible She's been a massive support for me Um, She couldn't come to the Miss GB finals unfortunately Because she was quarantined in case she had coronavirus Which thankfully she did (laughs) not And Saffron Hart Who trained me um, She's got her own pageant training Which is This Is Me If anyone's interested And she trained me um, I had three training sessions with her And she was incredible And now she's just a really great friend And a really great support as well Um, So yeah think that's about it i can't think just everyone thank you everyone love you all
0: (laughs) perfect perfect okay final 10 questions here we go question one and it's not rapid fire just before people seem to think it's rapid fire you don't have to answer rapidly unless you want to a question one what is your favorite word
1: Oh, cake Cause who doesn't love <laughs> cake? Cake, oh, all that—that just came off out of my brain straight away. But cake, cake is my favourite word.
0: <laughs> I have to say, to be honest, I don't, lo- I don't share your love for jaffa cake because I don't, I don't love jaffas. It seems to be a very UK thing with that chocolate. What's that chocolate orange that you guys have over there? The one that comes oh, apart in orange. segments. Yes, those ones.
1: Oh, they're amazing! I think jaffa is like tart. But- <laughs>
0: yeah okay that's all right well question two what is your least favorite word
1: can't as in cannot because like i hate the word can't like you can do it don't say can't i hate it
0: it sounds like a sort of word that would set you off
1: yeah i don't like it everyone can (laughs) can is a good word i should have said can is my favorite word can (laughs) not cake okay. <laughs> you
0: can have two you can have two you can have two favorite words question three in life what gets you excited or what turns you on
1: oh um oh country music i just love country music i love any music to be fair like music is just it feeds the soul and you can just change moods just by listening to some great music i just i love music yeah and country yeah. music especially
0: Absolutely agree with that one. Question four, um, what turns you off?
1: Oh, um, negativity. I very much dislike negativity. Um, I'm a very positive person, and we all get in little moods, don't get me wrong, but even so, mm. I just think if you are feeling negative, you should keep that to yourself because, you just rub onto each other and everyone wants to live in a nice, positive world. So yeah, negativity. I just hate it. And just moaning for the sake of moaning. Just, Mm. yeah, Mm -hmm. I just think positivity is just the key to a happy life.
0: What sound or noise do you love?
1: Oh, um, oh, I'll tell you what that is. Popping the champagne. That is a great (laughs) (laughs) sound. get them bubbles flowing
0: <laughs> because it's a sign of what's to come am i right
1: yeah i mean who doesn't want some fizz?
0: i was just thinking you would be awful if you heard the sound and then you didn't get get to have any that would make me very very sad
1: that that would definitely make me sad
0: <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate
1: oh what sound or no- noise do i hate oh Oh, I hate it when my cat cries because he wants to go out. Cause I just think, no, it makes me really sad. I'm like, just come
0: love me. (laughs) That's so funny that you mentioned that because just before we went live, my cat was being an absolute Royal pain and would not shut up. Just kept crying, crying, crying. He's been fed. He's been everything. He's fine. He just wants to cry. It was driving me absolutely crazy. (laughs) Uh, Question seven. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why?
1: If I had could have any superpower, it would be healing. I would love to heal, um, because I could just change the world. That's all I what
2: job.
0: <laughs> that's a good choice. What job or occupation, other than your own, would you most like to attempt?
1: Probably a vet, because I absolutely love animals. I love helping. And, yeah, I just love animals, all animals. I just love... They just make me so happy, especially cats. But dogs as well. I like dogs as well. Um, But I'd love to be a vet. I just think it'd be a really rewarding job. I think it'd be quite upsetting, obviously, if if it was something really bad. But anything to help would be great. And I like animals more than people, so... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I I understand what you mean by that. Um, what job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not
2: like to attempt?
1: Oh, um, that is a great question. I mean, the post-lady one wasn't great, but <laughs> I definitely don't think I'd like to be a bin man, although apparently the wages are fantastic. Um, but I wouldn't, yeah, I probably wouldn't like to to do that. Nobody wants to
0: break a nail. Interestingly enough, I think that's the most common answer I've been given to that question is something to do with garbage.
2: It
0: it seems that no pageant girl wants to have anything to do with garbage. So you're in, you're in good company there. Uh, question 10. So final question, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say? when you arrive at the pearly gates
1: oh this is making me want to cry i'd really love it if he was like you did a good job jen like well done that'd be great or if he was like here's a a lifetime supply of jaffa cakes for your time in (laughs) hell go eat them all you won't gain weight just go eat them all i'd be like thank you so much (laughs)
0: yeah that's one of the um one of the other people i interviewed said you know endless sort of fountains of chocolate and i said and you can eat it or not gain weight because i think that's very very important because i feel that a lot of us in isolation at the moment are eating a lot of food and we're certainly putting on weights it'd be great if we didn't uh jen look thank you for sticking through us uh with us through the technical difficulties and thank you for your time
1: Oh, I'm so sorry about all the technical difficulties. I'm so sorry, but I like to keep you all on your toes. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing.
0: It's been a pleasure. Um, I'll keep you on the line for just a sec. I'm gonna hang up with the audience. Thanks to everyone for watching and we will speak to you again very, very soon. What's up guys, it's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head over to pageantlaunch.com. Join our launch team for our review site. It's super important to all of us to make sure that the industry is safe, transparent, and fair. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, write in your email address, and we'll speak to you next time.